right, so you've been listening to the C'est La Vie show, and I'm Todd Boyd, your host, and this is Radio KUPU 96.5, if you happen to be on the radio and listening, or you can be on your PC, your device, at streaming at accesssacramento.org under the voice of Sacramento or again the mobile app on your phone KUPU 96.5 well this is free speech radio and so I'm assuming that I get to say pretty much what I feel is right to say and knowing that in this country uh, unless you have the right catchwords or phrasing or carry an American flag around with you you may have uh, flack coming from different directions, many different directions. Uh, Many of the uh, opinions that are out there, of course, are based on a complete ignorance of uh, the political, or if you're on social media, uh, the personal things that are going on in this country and that's what makes it interesting I guess but it also makes it pretty much a scary thing to anyone who even really looks around and thinks about what may be going on but I'll continue on So today it'll just be uh, the regular mix of some news which you heard and maybe some more news later and other uh, opinionated pieces that uh, I've culled from uh, uh, well worldwide opinion and news or just made up in uh, from my own mind after doing some a little bit of research. No one, of course, can know everything about everything, and it's hard enough knowing just some little things, some things about some things, and realizing that the mass uh, problems in the world are going to go unresolved and continue on. So if you're filled with empathy and a sort of uh, social consciousness, I think you probably uh, have been in trouble for decades um, knowing that the political systems don't work or 
don't work for you or really don't work for anybody other than those people that use money and want to make more money in one way or another. I mean, look at your leaders, and I'm talking to everyone who might be listening internationally. Just look at your leaders, look at who you've chosen to represent you, and uh, think about whether or not you really are getting uh, anything, uh, any bang for your bucks. And... Um, God's little savage. Every now and then you get a good one. One that treats you right. Feeds you regularly. Gives you attention. Those you try and hang on to for as long as you can. But as you know, deep down inside, it's going to be over Something's going to go wrong, and you dread what might be coming next. Some wild animal maybe kill or be killed, eat fucking live bloody food. The food's on the ground, man, writhing, just like on the Discovery Channel. Or maybe you go from that good time to something even more horrific, like consciousness of yourself. How tenable and fragile everything is. Maybe you have empathy, fighting between cynicism and hope, and sometimes that's hell too. Once that happens, you can't forget how good or how bad it can be. Everything becomes carceral, containment, trying to escape the one and embrace the other, again, never completely understanding how you got here to this moment, feeling trapped. Of course, now, being able to write it, you've done that before maybe a century or two ago, time being what it is, so temporal, temporary, yet eternal as far as punishment goes, kind of like being innocent, yet being held at Guantanamo. You know, they held Abu Zubaydah for over two decades. Maybe he's still there today, I don't know. Being in the current state I'm in right now, they tortured him every day so they could write the premier book of torture about it, not caring if he did anything. It didn't matter, of course. He didn't do anything, but that's the way it works with them. There's some gratification, though, figuring that they, too, might sometime be in the same boat, like a slave ship and not the master of it all. What goes around comes around, sort of thing. But being tortured like that, of 
like many people are, just by the waterboarding of their own guilt or being innocent and no master, God, or kindness to save you. We all fall every time, hard, slow, or soft enough to get back up again, temporarily. There's that word again. Go on, hero, get back up again. And maybe you went the entire 15, only to lose on points. Is that better than being knocked out in the first round? I don't know. I experienced the one thing and not the other. Give me enough time and I wonder if I'll say I've seen it all. So far, I haven't. Over and over, we all return to our roots, whatever they are, more like what came first, the chicken or the egg. Infinite recycle. Ever since Lucifer's little tantrum about what God called pride and he called freedom, God had enough of it already, and one puny Adam and Eve decided to bite the apple from the apple tree. Little did they know God had already had enough. Wrong place, wrong time. I killed a wildebeest once. I was a wildebeest once. Twice. One time, I was at the old watering hole and some monstrous crocodile grabbed my snout and there was a big tug-of-war kind of struggle, push-pull, that went on for half an hour or so until all that rough housing attracted a bunch of hyenas. And I suppose you can guess the outcome for me wasn't very good. The crocodile didn't get much out of it either. And I'm sure, within the scheme of things, it was having its own personal, internal, circular strife about life. That was a trip. Everything went topsy-turvy, upside down. I've learned, probably temporarily, a couple of things. Janice Joplin was right. Southern comfort and a little marijuana go a long way toward bliss, and the Gospels of Matt, Mark, Luke, and John don't put very much in a new light from the massacres and violence-ridden punishments of the Old Testament. Sure, I suppose there's a certain amount of hope in believing a dead man of dubious roots will somehow return to pick up his truly loyal and dispassionate followers, leaving the rest to keep to our graves. But we, those unbelievers, who are not being kept to the silence and peace, mind you, of our graves are actually being shuttled back and forth between the living, temporarily, and the killed and be killed of the animal world, as well as the human world. That, to be truthful, 
I never was that fond of expecting little in the name of faith, hope, and charity. Unlike the animal world, the human world is filled with uncertainty, not just in the physical sense, but the unsurety of insecurity is a fate worth many deaths, or even worse. I wish I could give you the one universally true truth to take away with you when you go, that once taken will actually save you the trouble of not only the damned, but of the saved. I don't even know of which cadre I belong. Like I said in the beginning, sometimes it's so good you're sure you are part of the blessed. Yet, whoa, slow down, because sooner, and it always seems sooner than later, you are pushed once again to prowl the Serengeti or the blue depths of the sea, to be a victim, whether in the form of plankton or a giant squid, like in Captain Nemo's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, or sink a nautilus, or be a nautilus, a mere conch shell that lives far too long, longer than you ever want under those conditions. Fuck, I don't know why I'm stuck temporarily in old Disney movies and Andre Gide writing Rebellion, I guess. Well, the fucking blue jay that comes into my master's yard and drives off the little finches wanting to get water cannot even hear my fake growl. I understand. I was a blue jay once, and a finch, and my master. So I guess that little piece that you just heard is me uh, wanting to sort of walk a mile in the wildebeest shoes or something about reincarnation or the fact that we all experience the violence that goes on around us or the happiness, I guess, if I, although I don't see many happy people these days, I mean, I have, I see people who are content, it seems, and uh, getting along well, and they have their families, and, uh, but it's rare to really see uh, people laughing and enjoying themselves outside of bars and Friday night uh, music venues. Uh, You know, happiness doesn't just come in the bottle or the myth or whatever it is that you uh, decide that you're going to uh, forsake the rest of living for. But, um, you know, it's you have, do have to put yourself in other people's circumstances, at least mentally, if you can't do it emotionally or if it just isn't your time to uh, experience uh, the really ugly part of life. But it will catch up to you. And I really hate to sound so cynical and dark 
a lot of the time, but I'm at the point in my life when it is dark and it's not just daylight savings time. It's really just dark all year round. Some disaster waiting to happen to somebody else most of the time. And I guess since this is around Thanksgiving time, I guess I can say that, uh, yes, I am somewhat thankful for uh, what good things I do have. I do have love in my life, and uh, but I also have uh, sadness uh, that goes right along with it, you know, with things that are going on in my uh, family or people I know. Uh, as you get older, many more things happen. There's many more things that can happen. Um, but I don't need to tell some people that. And other people, uh, those of you who are young and full of energy still, although not happiness, but energy, then, um, well, you'll see. You know, life isn't what they've told us it would be. And the goals and dreams uh, that they told us we should uh, look out for and search for and strive for uh, are not really there. Um, or, yes, uh, we do achieve a certain amount of satisfaction, but I'm talking about that moment when you uh, wake up and you say, wow, I've had such a wonderful day or life or my dreams have been accomplished. I'm making a lot of money. Uh, now, if that was your dream and you feel satisfied with that, I can still bet that you're not happy. So it's a whole new ball game when you realize that happiness and love and true empathy and uh, a lack of self-centeredness and uh, is really uh, unattainable for what uh, experiences we've been told uh, bring that about. Okay. <laughs>